Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast, Progress Not Perfection, where we discuss the realness of mental health and always trying to find the positives in our everyday struggles. This podcast is hosted by myself, Lindsay Hall, and today's episode is called 20 Things I've Learned So Far in My 20s. I think being in your 20s, you're starting to realize like I'm getting old because I'm either like you're you're in college, you've graduated college, you're you're finding your first real job, you're, you know, living on your own. You become really responsible for bills and just I mean so many things that come along with becoming an adult in your 20s. But also like in the realm of things, your 20s are still really young. <laughs> like even though this is the point in your life where you do you gain all this freedom and control of your life, like when you look at your entire lifespan, your 20s are still really young. And that was something that was actually really cool for me to kind of see right in front of my face when I was making this list of 20 things that I've learned so far in my 20s is that while on pretty much 90% of my days, I'm hard on myself because I feel like I'm behind in life, like I don't have everything figured out. But at the same time, because your 20s are at a point in your life where you you are still so young, like it's okay to not have everything figured out because if you had everything figured out right now, the rest of your life would be so boring. <laughs> like not having everything figured out sometimes is good because it, it keeps you working. It keeps you motivated. It keeps you trying to reach goals. And I think that that's always something that like when I take a step back, I'm like, all right, it's okay that I don't have everything figured out because I'm only 24. I have so much of my life left. And if I, I don't want my life set in stone right now, because there's so much growing for me to still do that. If it was set in stone right now, like there would be no purpose for me to keep keep working or you know keep trying every day to make myself better. Um, another thing about making this list that was kind of eye opening to me is that everybody's paths right now in life, like in our twenties, are so different, and. I can see like the age stats of my podcast and like the age range of people that listen. And I have people that are over 30 that listen to my podcast. And I'm sure that they can look back at their 20s and think like, holy crap, I've changed so much. And I know I've talked to my mom about that. And there was one day we were in the car together before all this social distancing and quarantine happened. And I remember just like venting to her and being like, I don't know what my purpose is. Like I'm out of college. And when my brother Mike graduated college, he had a job lined up. Like he's so successful in what he does. He works so hard. He's, um, he works with the property analytics for a Caesars property, um, a casino down in Louisville. And he absolutely loves it. He is so incredibly smart and he just had that lined up like right after college. And I graduated college and I'm still trying to figure out like what it is I'm trying to do. And actually this podcast has been the first thing that has really made me feel like this is what I meant, like not what I meant to do. Like obviously this isn't a full income job for me, but like doing this podcast gives, gives me hope that like something along these lines is what I'm supposed to be doing in my life is helping other people and giving them advice based off of the experiences that I've been through. And the biggest thing that I was realizing is like, you cannot compare your life to anybody else's when you're 20. And I know that's really hard because like when you're in high school, everybody's in high school, you and your friends, like no matter who has what job, 
you can only get a job in a certain range of, I guess, like income. Like there's not really status when it comes to a job in high school. Like we're 16, 17, 18. Um, but there's not really a lot of options. So like we're all kind of similar. When you're in college, you pretty much have the same thing. Like you can get different jobs just because you maybe move away from home and there's jobs where like when you're at college, there's certain jobs available that wouldn't be from your hometown. But ultimately, everybody's in college. Everyone's going to classes, whatever, doing their thing. We're all pretty much on the same page. Then you graduate college and that's like the first time for you to really prove yourself and like who you are as a person and kind of what you've worked for thus far. And that's when not comparing yourself to other people becomes really hard because you could see somebody else and what they have in life and think to yourself, they worked so much harder than I did. They obviously like use their time more wisely. Like they're way more successful than I am. I'm not that smart clearly because I don't have that life right out of college. And you just can't even, like you literally cannot think about that. And especially like doing a complete 180, like for people who didn't even go to college, like there are people from my high school that didn't go to college that are doing amazing in life right now. Like they're kicking butt, they're financially stable. They, you know, some of them are moms, they've had kids and they're thriving. Like they're living their best life and they didn't go to college. And that's okay too. Like you just have to realize like in your 20s, everybody's path is different. And by comparing yourself to other people and where they're at right now, like while we in our while we are in our 20s, is like detrimental to your mental health. Like don't compare yourself to where people are at this point in life because one, nobody really knows what they're doing. Um, obviously some people have a better grip than other people and you know they they found their purpose, they found what they're supposed to be doing. But oh sorry, <laughs> but like 10 years from now, they're probably gonna be doing something different. Like this isn't not a permanent part of life right now. So just do your best to like even when you're listening to this list like that I have, your list could be totally different and that's okay. Like that's actually a really cool part about being in your 20s is it gives you such a wide range to create yourself and what you stand for and also to remove things in your life that you just don't feel like serve a purpose for you anymore. So we're going to get into our quote for the episode and I really thought that this one was spot on for what I'm like trying to get across in this episode. And I just had it up on my phone and I lost it. Here we go. Messiness and uncertainty and confusion and mistakes are all part of making the most of your 20s. You don't need to have... (laughs) Okay, I'm going to start over. We'll see when I get to a point in this podcast when I can stop messing up these quotes. Messiness and uncertainty and confusion and mistakes are all part of making the most of your 20s. You don't need to have it all figured out. You don't need to be there already. You're not behind. Nothing's gone wrong. In fact, everything has gone so wonderfully right. You are here. You are learning. You are loving. You are living. And that just speaks volumes to me because it just is the whole point of being in your 20s. Like, yes, we have to plan for the future, but also like live your life now like you have so much like freedom in your 20s to do whatever you want even if you do have kids right now but like now is the time in your life where like I don't know like you just you you just have so much to give to the world and you're young and you're there's just like so much life to live I feel like when you're in your 20s and 
because you can still create the person that you want to be, you can do all of these different things and have all of these different experiences to create ultimately the person that you want to be, if that makes any sense. So don't worry about like not being this perfect person when you're in your 20s, because if you're trying to be this vision that, you know, this vision of perfection that you'll never reach, like you're not going to end up being who you want to be because you're going to be so worried about trying to reach something that's not real. And I actually, my next episode coming out, uh, I don't know if it's going to be Wednesday or Friday. By the way, I'm changing my upload schedule. I said in my Instagram post I was going to do Tuesday, Fridays. But for right now, like while I'm just getting started, I really like the idea of doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday because I have so much content that I want to get out for you guys and I'm not working right now. So I have really nothing better to do with my time. So I'm going to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I'm not sure if the episode will be coming out Wednesday or Friday, but I'm going to do a whole episode based on like overcoming the like vision of perfection and like how to stop worrying about trying to be perfect all the time. Cause I realized like I named my podcast progress, not perfection for a reason, but then never really like came through with an episode about like how to like forget about perfection and like realizing that it really doesn't matter. So that's going to be coming this week too. So keep an eye out for that. But I think for now, we're just going to go ahead and get into this list. These are not really like in any order. These were just like the first 20 things that came to my mind. So I just wrote them down. And the number one thing that I wrote, or I guess the first thing is you probably won't have everything figured out. Not even probably, you literally won't. Kind of like I said before, 10 years from now, your life could be totally different. And no matter how much you plan, like if it's not meant to be, it's not going to be. Things will change and that's okay. And when things change, that's when we become like we become bigger and better people because we go through hard times and hard changes that we don't expect. And that's when mentally we just become really strong and know that we can handle anything that comes our way. So if you don't have everything figured out, don't worry about it. There's plenty of time to figure out where you're going to live, what you want to do. Like if you don't have your dream job right now, perfectly fine. There's a lot of time to figure that out still. (laughs) The second thing I wrote down is it's normal to feel really confused and lost. So that kind of like wraps in with the first one. But like, even though you can have this vision in your head of what you want your life to be. So like when I think of my vision, like my future vision, I live on land. Like I have, I don't know, five to 10 acres of land. I have a big white farmhouse with black shutters and a wraparound deck. The inside of my house is all neutrals and I have kids and dogs and everybody's running around playing and I work from home. And like, that is my like dream life. And obviously I don't just want that to be like a vision. That's like, man, I wish I could have that. Like I'm going to do whatever I can to be able to live that life. And I don't know how to get there yet, but I know that every single day I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to make progress every single day to get me to that vision, to make that vision a reality. And even though right now I don't know what that plan is, I'm I'm very lost on how I'm going to get there, but like everybody is lost on how to get to their perfect vision. And like I said, as long as you are making progress every single day to try to take steps in that direction and you're doing things and maybe it's maybe you make some mistakes along the way it's just helping you realize that like okay that wasn't meant to be now i'm going to try something else and that's okay 
Like it, you don't have to have an A to Z plan of what you're going to do to get to your end goal. It's all about trial and error. And again, kind of like what I said in the first time, that's how you grow as a person. You realize what works, what doesn't, and then you can move on. And, you know, you'll eventually one day you will get there as long as you keep working. So don't be too stressed about being confused or lost because there are a lot of us that are confused and lost, including me. Uh, The third thing I said was, it's okay to not have your dream job yet. And this is something that really hits home for me because growing up, like my parents always instilled in me hard work. And yes, my brother and I were both very, very spoiled. We never went without literally anything. I, I got things that I didn't even know I wanted. And my brother played travel hockey. I did gymnastics. And if you don't know, those are about two of the most expensive sports you can do. Um, we were just, me and my brother were very, very, very lucky growing up. And on top of hard work being instilled in me, also being appreciative. And so when I look at my parents and the life that they live now, um, I mean, my parents are not like by any means like over the moon wealthy, like we have boats and jets and a lake house. We don't have any of that, but you know, we, my mom and dad are divorced, but they both have very safe homes that I feel like when I, if me and my brother ever needed to go to could always walk in the door and they would welcome us. You know, they both have reliable cars. They can, you know, afford to go on vacations. They have, you know, whatever, like they don't struggle at all. And I always, I always compare what my parents have now to where I'm at in my life right now. And I feel like because I don't have my life figured out, like right out of college, I'm not going to be able to give my kids that life one day that my parents gave to me. And that's like a really, like, I stress about that constantly, you guys, like every single day I think about it. And just because like my, me and my brother grew up with an amazing childhood. Like I would redo my childhood, like my, my at life, my at home life, not gym, like not what I went through with the case or anything like that. But like I would redo like growing up in my household with my family and my brother 100 times over if I could. It was just the the perfect childhood with my family. And I'm so thankful for that. And like I want to give that to my kids because I know how happy I was as a kid. And like the fact that right now I'm not, I'm not making the amount of money that I want to. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't have a job that I feel like I'm going to be doing forever. I absolutely love my job right now, but like, I know that down the road, it's, it's not going to be when, whenever that is like, it's not going to be something I do forever. And I'm like, okay, well, my parents, I feel like had their lives figured out and like, they were able to give us everything. And obviously within the next couple of years, like DJ and I want to start having kids, but I'm not willing to do that unless I like can financially and like emotionally and physically like be there for my kids like my parents were for me. And so obviously a big part of that is like knowing what job you want to do because that's your source of income. And it's a like not having an income that I want yet is really hard because like there are things I want to do in life, but obviously you don't get to unless you have that financial freedom. So I guess this is more so a point of like, it's okay to not be making the amount of money that you expected to be right out of college. Like 
relating that to like not having your dream job because obviously your dream dream job comes with an income that supports you that you that is attractive to you like making x amount of money is something that you're like oh yes I like that or no I don't like that it's not enough or whatever so don't if you're like me and you worry about things like that and like being able to provide in ways that other people have provided for you like just remember that they were at this point in their life too like I'm sure my dad didn't graduate college and make the amount of money that he does now. Like he had to work his way up. And I know for a fact my mom did because my mom is self-employed and my mom built her business literally from nothing, from dirt ground, like from the ground up. My mom has built her business and she kicks ass. Like she works so hard and she is honestly like what inspires me to work from home because she has so much freedom in what she does. And she just, she literally lives her best life. And like that's, but I have to remember, like, she wasn't doing what she is now when she was 24. Like, it took time to get there for her to figure it out. So good things take time and don't worry about this. And I, I need to take my own advice when I say this. It's probably a good reason I'm doing this podcast. But, like, don't worry about not having it figured out yet when it comes to the amount of money that you're making. And also back to number two, like, don't compare like if other people are making more money, who cares? Like good for them. You will get there too. It's just not your time right now. Number four, making friends is hard. Exclamation point. Um, especially when you've been through some sort of trauma in your life that's caused you to have any form of like social anxiety or not being able to trust people going to new places is scary for you. Making new friends is hard. Um, Without my team in college, I would have made no friends in college, literally. Like, I I just was not the type of person to go to class and, like, find someone and be like, hey, do you want to do homework together? Like, do you want to work on this together? I was not that person. Like, my friends were my teammates, and they were my best friends. And, like, I always – I was actually just talking to one of my friends about this the other day, but, like, she moved away from home and has a new job down in North Carolina. She's killing life, and – she um was like, it's really hard to make friends. And I was like, girl, I still live in Lansing and I'm not even making friends post-college. So like, don't feel bad. Like it is so extremely hard because obviously when you're a child, you have childhood friends that you grew up with when you're in college and you, you make those friends. Like you're like with my teammates, like they saw everything I went through. I saw everything they went through. We went through it together. That creates a natural bond. Like after college, you don't really have anything like for new people to go off of, you're like, yeah, I'm, I don't really know who I am as a person yet. I don't know what I want to do. I don't really know my purpose, but like, yeah, here's me. Let's be friends. Like that's really hard to do. And it's also really hard to be like, Hey, you're a new friend. Here's been my, like, this has been my life since I was six. Like you, it's just, it's hard when you don't have those experiences to base off of. So like, if you are someone that struggles with making friends and like trying to trust people and like be vulnerable, you're not alone. And that's honestly like one of the really cool things about social media to me is that it's really cool to connect with people that like you may not have before. And that's been a really cool thing about starting this podcast is like the amount of messages I've gotten from honestly, like girls I don't know, but they're messaging me and reaching out and being like, I literally don't know you, but you just like, you spoke to my heart and like understanding like what I'm going through. And it's, it's really, really cool like to have a platform that does that for people. So if you are struggling to make friends post-college, like, don't worry. It is hard. And it's it's just really hard to find, like, good people that you can open up to and that 
you're going to be able to trust. So that's okay. Like, don't worry about being guarded and not being able to make friends because chances are at this point in life, you have your good group of people and it's always quality over quantity when it comes to friendships. Um, number five, still make time to have those fun nights. So I think part of like growing up and like coming out of college is obviously realizing the amount of responsibilities that you have. And like, there are just a lot of things that come with being an adult that you don't really expect until you experience them. And it's really easy to work all week and then get to the weekend and be like, okay, I'm tired. Like, I know I should rest because I have another hard week coming up next week. So then you just kind of stay in on the weekends. And this is kind of like where me and DJ butt heads sometimes is I'm, I'm very much like I grew up being in a gym constantly. Like I went to two football games in high school, one of them because I was on homecoming court. I went to one basketball game. Like I never got to do really anything fun growing up. Like, yes, I, okay. Let me like backtrack on that. I'm very, very lucky because I did get to travel around the country, around the world and experience a lot of things. That was very fun. But as far as like going to bonfires on the weekends with my friends, going to parties in high school, like being able to go to prom after parties, like I wasn't ever, I couldn't do any of that because I always had to worry about gymnastics. Like that was obviously my first priority as it should have been. But even in college, like when you're an athlete, your priority lies in being an athlete. And so it's, it's hard to like live fully, like through your high school and your college life. And you feel like you miss out on a lot. So now that I don't, I don't have those restrictions. Like I'm not an athlete anymore. My main priority in life is like spending time with people that I love and doing things that are fun. And, you know, DJ kind of butts butts heads with me on this because, you know, he was an athlete too in high school and in college, just not as like with strict like training schedules as I had. So he was able to live more of like more of that life where he got to socialize through high school and college and like have those fun nights. Whereas like I didn't really get to have as many. So now I like really cherish those like those nights and weekends where, you know, me and my friends, we go go to a restaurant, have dinner and have drinks and just like relax and just have fun. Or like even I love, love, love having people over to our house and like entertaining at our house and, you know, playing games and just, you know, listening to music, eating food, like just hanging out and like, I just, I really like having those nights that you just, you forget about your responsibilities for one night, have fun with your friends. And then I almost like feel like once I have like, you know, a weekend where it's like, you know, that was really fun, but now it's Monday morning time to get back on track. Like it re-motivates me. So make sure that you're like, it's okay to still like have those fun nights. You don't have to act like an adult all the time. If you do that, like you're going to become really old really fast and nobody wants to do that. All right, number six, it's not too late to change your life plan. So I think another really hard part about being in your 20s is you're working for something in your life because you have this goal of what you want to do. And then you're 24 and you're like, crap, I'm graduated from college. I liked my degree, but I don't really want to do anything with it but I do, but like, where do I go? And that's really hard because kind of like I said about my brother, 
me and my brother both majored in the same thing in college. We did hospitality business at Michigan State. It was a great program. I really did love it. Um, but my brother knew exactly, like pinpointed what he wanted to do with it. He wanted to work in the casino industry. I wanted to work in the event planning industry. And while I like still like that idea and I think I could do it, I don't think it's my purpose. I don't think it's my passion. I think it would feel like work. And I don't want a job that feels like work. And I know every single job you have, no matter what in life, there's going to be sacrifices. But I, I just, I, I haven't found something yet that holds more good than me feeling like it's work. And coaching kind of is like an exception to that because I've done gymnastics my whole life. I love gymnastics. I love, I love the kids I coach. I love working with kids. But it's also hard because me and DJ are constantly on opposite schedules. So like before we were in quarantine, he would go to work from 7 to 3. I would have to leave for work at 2. And I usually wouldn't get home until like 9, 30, 10. And then by that time, he's ready to go to bed because he has to wake up early. And it's like that for like 7 to 8 months out of the year. And it's really, really hard because I, we, we just don't see each other. And like to me, like it's it's not worth my relationship suffering. And on top of that, like I grew up my entire life, not getting home until nine o'clock or 10 o'clock, depending on how long my commute was to and from practice to get home. And now like I, I do that now and I'm not, I'm not a gymnast anymore, but I'm still doing that. Like, it's just things that really like, I absolutely love my job. I love where I work. It's the best place in the world, but like, it's, I need to like kind of take a step back and realize like, when is it going to be like something that I feel like I'm sacrificing more than I'm getting in return, I guess, if that's even the right thing to say about that job, because it's really not like I would give my whole heart to what I do because I, I want my kids to have a different upbringing in gymnastics than what I had. And I would I would give everything for that. But also in retrospect, like I need to put like my mental health and like my my marriage and like my home life first, if that makes any sense. So like I know that right now, even though I don't like have a perfect life plan, like it's, that's going to change and that's okay. Like I said before with our parents, they are like, what they do now is probably not what they were doing right when they came out of college. That's cool. It's going to change. It's okay. It's okay to completely redirect your life. It's better to do it now than when you're 40 with three kids and you know, it's, it, you can't, you know, it's obviously when you're older, it's harder to get into different jobs and whatever. So like, if you're going to redo your life, like now is the time. Seven, my parents will like this one. Um, my parents are my best friends. I was very fortunate growing up to have parents that really put a good head on my shoulders and taught me a lot of really important values and morals in life. And um, obviously there are things in adulthood that you can't prepare yourself for, but um, I feel like they did the best that they could. And there were a lot of times growing up and I'm sure you guys can relate to where like you just, your parents were like the most annoying people. You're like, I get it. Like I, I'm old enough now. I understand. I know what I'm doing. And if you can't relate, then I was 100% like that with my parents. They would try to discipline me and I would just like remember being so annoyed and being like, I got this. Like I'm mature for my age. Like I, I know what I'm doing. I don't need your help. Like stop yelling at me for stupid things. And then I remember going to college and being like, oh, this is what you guys are talking about. I don't know anything. I actually still need your help. Um, Mom, can I put this in the microwave? Dad, this light's on in my car. What does it mean? <laughs> like I'm very much that person. And um, 
like I'm thankful now to have a relationship that's gone from them disciplining me to to make me into this person that I am today. And now I realize like how, like why they did it and like how much they truly prepared me for the real world and like how thankful I am for that. And so now that I can be on the same page as them and be like, that's why you did this. Like it's created a really, really, really great friendship with like with my parents and they will always be my parents. They always obviously like have that leg over me that like if I need to be disciplined in any way, like they're not going to be afraid to. But like for the most part, like my parents are my best friends and I'm really thankful to have that relationship with them. So if you're younger and you're listening to this, usually your parents are right. So always take that into consideration whenever you're making any decisions. (laughs) Number eight, there is no correct timeline of life. So I think a lot of people get caught up in this mindset of you have to do this by this age, this by this age, this by this age, whatever that might be. You graduate college when you're 22 or even like you have to go to college, which you don't have to, but that's a mindset. So people are thinking like, hey, got to go to college at 18, graduate at 22, dream job at 23, married by 25, kids at 27, done with kids at 30, like move into our dream house at 31. Like No, there's literally no timeline for that. Somebody show me a book where it's written out that we have to have everything done by a certain time in life. You don't. But for some reason, that's so far stuck in our heads that if we're not doing just that, like then we're doing it wrong or we're behind. And that's not the case. I don't care. Get married when you're 40. Like don't move into your dream house until you're 60. I don't know. Like it doesn't matter. It's all about what you want to do when you want to do it. And if like whenever you want to do it and if like if that whatever age you are and you want to do that certain thing and that's what you have it planned for, then do it. Who cares? Nobody else has a right to say it because they're not doing it. You know, like if, if that's what you want to do, then by all means, go for it. There is no book in life that says you have to do this by this age, by this time. Otherwise, you're doing it wrong and you're falling behind. Number nine is this is indeed my life. And I underline my life because I think it's important to take accountability for everything that you are doing at this point in life right now, because you like you are in control of what you do, like any decision you make, any, you know, anything you say, anything, I mean, just anything that involves you as a person and what you are doing is up to you and you making that decision. So that can go both good and bad. And it, and you know, it kind of reminds me like when I want to, you know, make a stupid purchase and I want to spend money when I know I shouldn't. Um, I'm always thinking like, okay, well, I could make this purchase of a new area rug that I don't really need and spend $200 on it. Or I could put that money towards bills. Like just like certain, that's like a really broad example, obviously, but like just certain things like that, that it is my life. And I like, I have to have the discipline over what I'm doing and like, have that accountability, but also on the other side, because you do have that control of your life, like don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. You are old enough now in your twenties to make your own decisions, to form your own opinions. And it doesn't always have to be the same as what you grew up with. Maybe you grew up a certain religion. And now that you're older and out of the house, like you, you realize like, you know, that doesn't really fit me. And I want to go a totally different route. That's okay. You don't have to do everything that you were raised to do. And because it is your life, like take control of it, make it into the life that you want. Don't let other people like push their opinions on you and what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And 
you know, if, if there are people that think you should be living a certain way and like, they're trying to have that power over you, then like, get them out of your life. Like, you don't need that. Like you are having a hard enough time trying to figure out what you're doing right now. Like, don't let other people push their way in and like, try to still have that power over you. Like have that control. Like you are fully capable of making the decisions for yourself. Obviously you can ask for help if you need it, but for the most part, like do you take control of your life and like whatever, do whatever you want. Like as long as you're like obviously being smart and like make smart decisions, but like, don't like growing up, like always having a coach, like making assignments for me, having to complete their assignments, like doing what they want me to do. Obviously I love gymnastics. Like I wanted to do it, but like ultimately you always had a coach telling you what to do. Now I don't have that. And so like I fully take control of my life and do what I want to do. Like if I don't want to do this thing that I'm not going to, like I don't have to. So I think that's a really cool part about being in your twenties. 10, you're going to make stupid financial mistakes. So obviously coming out of college, if you didn't go to college coming out of high school, this is like the first time in your life you're like, okay, I'm fully financially responsible for what I'm doing. And I know that there are kids like in high school that have to buy their own cars and pay for their own gas and do all of those things. But like in your 20s, for example, is like when you turn 26, you get kicked off your parents' health insurance. You're becoming fully financially responsible for everything in your life. And chances are somewhere along the line, you're going to mess up and you're going to make a stupid mistake when it comes to money. It just happens. Like it's one of those things in life where it's like, I didn't really believe my parents and what they were telling me about money until I made a stupid mistake. And I was like, oh, this is what you're talking about. This sucks. Like this feeling sucks. Like being behind, being in debt, whatever. But now like I've learned from it and I can grow from it and like not make that mistake again. So it's okay to make financial mistakes right now because like chant like you you're young like you're you're learning how to do adult life and that's okay I'm not telling you guys to be stupid with your money but um like there are going to be times where like okay I spent a little bit too much shopping with this paycheck and then I blew my tire and I had no money for it like you you just it teaches you to be like financially responsible but like don't kill yourself or be down on yourself sorry that was like that was really hard like really deep to say not what I meant, but like, don't be super harsh on yourself for making those financial mistakes. Like you're in your twenties, you will come out of it. I promise. Like it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Sorry. I said that. That was like really, I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. Um, the next one is number 11 going off of the last one. Budgeting is key. Learning how to make a budget, sticking to a budget is key. That's how you're able to save your money, do the things you want to do, be able to pay your bills, Buy those extra clothes with that paycheck, knowing now that I have money saved up if my tire does blow. Like, figure out how to make a budget and stick to it. I use Microsoft Excel because I can put in all the formulas to just like enter things in. And then when I enter things in, it changes the numbers automatically for me. So it makes it really easy. So I'd recommend that if you have Microsoft Excel. It's really basic, really simple, but it's a good way to keep uh, mine and DJ's expenses like on track and like what we spend. So if that was something your parents preached to you growing up as well, like making a budget and sticking to it, they weren't kidding. I highly recommend doing that. Number 12, you will lose friends. So I think part of just like being in this phase of life where you don't know 
what's going on. You don't know who you are. You, you're trying to figure out, you know, what you stand for, what your morals are. As you figure that stuff out, you're going to realize there's people in your life that don't resonate with that anymore. And that can be really hard because it can be people that, you know, have been in your life for a long time that you really cared about. But there are certain things when it like in life that happen. And when you when you have different viewpoints on it or like you become a person that stands up for this, it, it's going to be different from other people. And that's fine. And like you just have to know that like what you're standing up for and like taking ownership for who you are as a person has to come first sometimes because if it's not and you're trying to keep people in your life and you're you like you cannot force other people to understand how you're feeling, what you're going through, especially when it comes to mental health. Like every person's journey is so um like unique to them that like if they can't understand it, then like it like you, you just cannot make people understand certain things. And so it's okay to not have those people in your life anymore. And you don't have to mean it in vain. You don't have to be rude about it. But like distancing yourself from certain people is okay because at some point it can become detrimental to your mental health to try to keep those people in your life and try to make them understand. And when it comes to mental health and situations like that, you have to put yourself first. You just have to. Otherwise, you are not going to be happy. You are going to, you're going to be trying to do things for other people. And that's not fair to yourself. Like, once you decide like who you are as a person, stick up for that person because you worked really hard for that identity and like for what you believe in. So stick to it, like stick to your guns, like just, like I said, you don't have to like remove these people from your life and like the most absurd, like obnoxious make a scene type of way, but like distancing yourself from people that have been in your life for a long time is okay. It's, it's not, it, it doesn't make you a bad person because you feel a certain way based on what you've been through to then like move on and not worry about those things anymore. Like that, those, those thoughts and like the mindsets that keep you back, held back. It's okay to move on from that and like become your own person and stand up for that person and just not have to worry about what other people are thinking about your own opinions if that makes any sense of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, number 13, it's okay to remove yourself from uncomfortable situations. So because I'm a people pleaser, I always really try to make other people feel comfortable. So if I am freezing cold, but I'm in a car with other people that are hot, I'm like, yeah, turn the air up. I don't care. Like I can huddle, like get it in a ball. Like that's fine. Like, no, it's okay to say like, hey, I'm a little bit cold. Like, can we maybe turn the heat on for a little bit and then turn it back? Like, it's okay to say that. If you, if all of your friends are going somewhere that you don't want to go because of whatever reason, it's okay to use your voice and say, hey, that's going to make me really uncomfortable. I don't want to be in that situation. Like, it, like if something makes you uncomfortable in life, speak up about it. Like your voice matters. And this is something that's been really important for me to learn about myself because um, like it's just growing up in an environment where you, where I wasn't able to, to voice that. And like when I was uncomfortable or when I did try to voice it, it wasn't valid. Like it didn't matter. I just kind of learned that like, okay, like how I feel and like what I do isn't really valid. Like it's not really worthy of anything. So why would I speak up anyway? But like since coming out of college, I've learned that like what I feel matters and my opinion matters. And like, if I'm uncomfortable in any situation, I'm going to speak up about it. And if that hurts your feelings, I'm really sorry. But 
I feel this way for a reason and it's a valid reason. So I'm going to stick to it and I'm going to speak my mind and it's okay to do that. It doesn't make you rude. It doesn't make you ignorant. It makes you a human that's been through trauma that causes, whether it's anxiety or, you know, PTSD, it'll trigger that. Like whatever you've been through in life, if it makes you uncomfortable, it makes you uncomfortable and that's valid and that's okay. Like you deserve to speak up about that because like I said before, you have to put yourself first in certain situations. So don't feel bad about that. 14, start a skincare routine now. Um, This is like really not as deep as the other ones are, but um, I feel like starting a skincare routine now is just really good for your skin, like really good for your under eye bags because I'm sure we're all really tired because we're in our 20s and because we're all at different phases in life. Some people are moms. Some people like me, I have three animals to take care of in a house and I do a lot of work around the house every single day and it makes me tired and um, you know, some people are in college and you're getting two minutes of sleep every night and it's just not a good, a good situation to be in. So, um, you just have to, you know, do what you can to make yourself feel good. And I feel like starting a skincare routine right now is really going to help when it comes to later in life and keeping your skin looking good and fresh. <laughs> um, number 15, to continue to do things that make you feel like a kid in your twenties. So I feel like a part of like taking a break from the really hard times in your 20s is like doing things that take you back to like the feel good moments. So like I remember being a kid and like always being outside playing with my friends. So for DJ's wedding gift, I got him a basketball hoop for a driveway. He played basketball growing up, played through high school, played through college. So like obviously that's like that's his thing, so I wanted to get him that for that reason. But like me and DJ are both kids at heart. And so like, I knew we would really enjoy having a basketball hoop. And so like during quarantine, we've been outside, like shooting baskets in the driveway and it makes me feel like a kid again. Like it's a break from the hardship and kind of like a, just like a mental distraction that like removes me from like really intense and deep thoughts and like things that you think about when you're in your twenties that you didn't think about as a kid. Or we've been playing um, Yahtzee a lot. So like playing board games is something you probably did as a kid. Do that. Like going on bike rides, you probably did that. Do that. Like do things that that make you feel like a kid again. Because it, it's a really good way to just like distract yourself, like I said, from the, the thoughts that you're having right now in your 20s that are probably very normal. But it's just what comes along with being in your 20s. And it's just a way for your mind and your body to just like relax and like kind of like I said before, like keep your youth, like stay young, live your life, be responsible, but like live your life and have like, this is the time to have fun. So do it and figure out things that you love to do that make you have that like happy feeling and like you had when you were a kid. 16, surround yourself with people who represent quality, not quantity. So this is kind of what I, what I was talking about before. I can't remember what number I related this to, but I've learned in my 20s, it's so much better to have three friends that I can rely on any time of the day than it is to have 10 or 15 friends that I can't really tell everything to because I I don't know what they're going to think or they don't accept me for who I am. So I would so much rather have friends who I know have my back no matter what than I would people who kind of hold it to like a double standard. And 
I think that's probably something a lot of you have learned. I mean, it was probably even before your 20s that you learned that. But like, you will find so much more worth in three friends that you can truly, truly count on than you will having 100 people in your life that you can only 10% count on. I promise you that. 17, take time to appreciate the little things that you didn't realize before. So I think it's really important to like talk about as you are in your 20s, the things that you took for granted growing up and like really appreciate them now. Um, I feel like growing up, I really took advantage of people taking time out of their days to help me um, like become a better person or to do better things or like the little things that people did that I didn't actually realize at the time. I really appreciate those things now. And I really try to tell people how much I appreciate them because I realize as you get older, you have less time to do things just because your life gets busy and it fills up with other things that when people take time out of their day to do something for you, like I really appreciate that. Like it could be like they write a note and leave it on the whiteboard at work or I go to dinner and somebody pays for one of my drinks or I go to um, heat something up for dinner after I get out of work and DJ left um, dinner in the microwave for me. Like little things like that, that just, you know, that that person had to take time out of what they were doing to do that. And like really, really appreciating that because when you're a kid, it's kind of like expected, like think you're, you're being taken care of. And so those little things don't really stand out as much. They're kind of expected. Um, like other things that I really appreciate are kind of, like I said before, like spending good quality time with people. So like not being on my phone, like having conversations where, you know, you put your phone to the side and you have deep conversations because relating to other people is huge at this point in life because it is hard. And obviously it's like the whole point of this podcast is to be able to relate and create this community. So like really cherishing, cherishing good conversations. Like when you're little, you're always like, I'm going to go play with my friends. I'm going to go to this. I'm going to go to that. Like I'm bored. I don't want to do this. Like, no, actually taking the time to like have a good conversation at this point in life to me is really important. I really cherish that. I think another thing that I really, really, really cherish is like, I, I don't really know how to word this, but just like very broad, like my family. Um, obviously everybody cherishes their family, but in a different way. So like, I felt like when I was little, like my parents separating and getting divorced, like my parents have a really great relationship to this day. They're very, very civil. But, um, like I felt like I was weird because my parents were separated and some of my other friends' parents weren't. And I was like, well, like why can't my parents get along, but their parents can like, that makes me like weird or like people are going to think less of me because of my, my parents are separating which is just like not at all the case. And then the older you get, you realize that like every single family has issues, whether parents are together or not, like every single family has issues and no family is perfect. And I have no time for the families that make that act like they're the all American family that literally doesn't exist. Like I don't, I just don't have time for it. I can't, like, I don't, it, like, I don't have time for the people that make other people feel bad because they're too, like good to show their it's like the things that are wrong within their life. I don't have time for it. And so I've realized that as I got older, that like every family is different and every single family like has their issues. 
And so like, I really appreciate my family for what we are and who we are. And when we get to spend time together, I really appreciate that because my brother doesn't live in Michigan anymore. And you know, like I live in about an hour away from my mom. My dad lives right in my neighborhood. He moved, he moved down, moved in down the street from me, but like we're all separated in that sense. And so like, I really appreciate my family and when we're together. And like I said, that's broad, but in the most specific way of just my family. So like appreciating very little things and like just things that growing up, like you got to see your family every single day. You probably didn't really take advantage of that like as much as you should have. At least I know I didn't. 18, do the things that are the scariest to do. You will grow tremendously. So I refer this um, pretty much to when I worked for the Chicago Cubs. I honestly, I took a really big leap of faith in applying for that job because I knew I didn't have a ton of experience. Just being a gymnast, You, your whole life is based off of gymnastics and being in the gym and training. And so it doesn't give you a lot of outside experience when it comes to like the working field. But at a career fair, you know, like I, I went up and talked to them. They called me back to do an interview. I got hired for an internship to work at Wrigley Field for this summer of 2018. And I initially was super excited. I was like, I literally cannot believe I'm going to be working for the Chicago Cubs. I was a private events intern. And I kind of, I did a little bit of public too, but mostly private. And I was like, this job is the best ever. I get to work at Wrigley Field every single day. I get to watch baseball games. I get to be like in the corporate offices of the Cubs. Like so it was just honestly, you guys, the coolest freaking job ever. But then I remember at the time getting closer. I was like, okay, like I'm going to be living in Chicago by myself. The last time I moved away from home, I ended up coming back. Like this isn't really a job where I can just like quit in the middle of summer and like come home. Like obviously I could have like anything is possible. You, you have the option to do anything in life, but like it wouldn't have looked good on my resume. It, I would have left a really negative like persona to my name. And so I was like, what if I get there and I, I hate it and I want to come home? Like, what if I'm homesick again? But I'm really happy that I stuck to my guns and I, I made it through the summer. And yes, I was absolutely homesick and I couldn't wait to get home. I knew that was going to happen. But I grew so much as a person. I learned so much about myself and who I am as a person outside of a gymnast. Like nothing that I did there revolved anything to do with around gymnastics. And so I really had to, and honestly, nobody cared. Like nobody cared that I was a gymnast. Nobody cared that I was a college athlete. No one, nobody knows what JO nationals are when it comes to gymnastics, nobody. So like I had to, I had to like create this image of myself outside of gymnastics. And that was really, really healthy for me to do because it was at a time where I was really struggling with my identity and who I was outside of being an athlete. And so that really forced me out of my comfort zone. And I learned so much about myself outside of being an athlete that I still like I will use for the rest of my life. And so I'm really thankful that I pushed through and I did that. And it was very uncomfortable and very scary. But ultimately, like I don't regret it one bit. And I'm super happy that I I did it. And I like I took I took that step to do something that I was scared to do. 19, take time to prioritize the things you want to do while you can with no guilt. So kind of like what I was saying, my dog is barking outside. Sorry if you can hear that. Um, kind of like what I was saying before, like your life needs to be the number one priority and the things that you want to do are the number one priority. The last thing that you want to do is look back like when you're in your 40s one day and look back and be like, man, now that I'm like more tied down in my life, I wish I would have done those things. Like I wish I would have made time to do this. And because I 
wasn't really a normal child growing up, I I really take this one to heart because I missed out, I feel like, on a lot between my high school and my college years. And like I said, I'm very, very thankful for the opportunities that I had. I got to do a lot of things that kids at that age did will never like never got to do. But at the same time, like I missed out kind of on being a kid. And I like so now in my life, like when there are things that I want to do, I do them. Like if um if I have to miss work because I want to, you know, have a we went up north to Boyne Mountain this weekend for DJ's birthday. And it was the first time and next month will be six years of being with DJ that we got to go somewhere for a birthday and celebrate. And like all of our friends went, it was so fun. Like I took two days off of work and it was just like, it was so worth it. And it was like, I'm not going to feel guilty for this, for like living my life. Like there will always be work. There will always be time to make money, but like, I won't always get these opportunities to do these fun things. Like don't feel guilty for prioritizing like the fun times in life. And like, obviously, yes, you need to make money to be able to do those things and like, you know, be able to afford like doing fun things, but also like, don't like waste your life away, not doing fun things because you're, you're worried about what other people are going to think of you doing, like picking those times over like, other things you should be doing or not should be doing, but are normally doing. Like if you want to go on vacation, go on vacation. Like don't feel guilty for doing that. Like if you want, I remember actually before like quarantine happened and this is so weird. I said to DJ, I was like, could you imagine like just taking a week vacation of work, not going into work for a week, but not going anywhere, like just staying home. You just got to stay home for seven days, do whatever you want for seven days at home. Like how cool would that be? And we were like, man, that's like a really good idea. And it's just like, you deserve to be able to do that if you want to do that. Like, there are no rules. Like, it's just, like, you, like, this is the time in your life to take control and do what you want to do with it. Don't feel guilty for the things that make you happy or for, or for the things that are important to you. Like, the thing, like, like I said, the most important thing in my life right now is like spending time with my family and my friends and making good memories because this is the time that I'm going to have to do it. And so I prioritize that. I have the rest of my life to work. I have the rest of my life to vacuum my floors, clean my house. I have the rest of my life to, I don't know, like anything. I don't always have the rest of my life to spend with my family and my friends and do the things that we love doing like we can right now. So I've really worked hard to to not feel guilty in choosing those times over what I would be doing on any other normal day. And lastly, number 20 you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And I said this, I think in the last podcast, but like anywhere that you are in life, you are meant to be there. So right now I'm sitting in my office at home. I have a candle lit. I'm in my pajamas, talking into a mic. Dogs are outside, staring at my laptop. Like I am meant to be in this moment right now. This is the path that was made out for me. I'm not supposed to have my life figured out yet. I'm not supposed to have kids yet. I'm not supposed to live in my dream house yet. I'm not supposed to be making the amount of money that I want to make yet because that's not where I'm supposed to be yet. And that is something that I am still working on. And like, I need to preach that to myself in a mirror and like stare at myself every single morning and say that because I am really hard on myself when it comes to like, I thought I had my life figured out and I knew exactly what I was going to be doing. Um, And I don't, it's actually the exact opposite. I have no idea what I'm doing, (laughs) but like, 
wherever you are in life right now, whatever job you have, wherever you live, whoever you're dating, if you're single, whatever friends you have, whatever you have in life at this very moment is where you are supposed to be. And I think that's a really comforting feeling because if it, and I, I truly believe if there's anything in life that is not meant for you, you will not have it. You will not go, like you won't go through it. You won't, it won't be a part of you. Like just take time away from everything and like really think about that. Like write it down. Like where you are in life right now is like where you are supposed to be. You can plan all you want for the life that you thought you were supposed to have, or you can look back on your plans. Like I really like to write things down and like my goals and like my aspirations in life and like my 10 year vision, 15 year vision. I love to write all of that down. But ultimately, if that's not meant to be, it's not going to be. I thought I was going to go to college at UNC and have the best four years of my life, compete all around and, you know, just have a stellar college career. I literally had the exact opposite. My world did a 180 and it was a really sucky college career. (laughs) Like it was honestly the worst last two or three years of my life. But that was meant to happen because now I have this platform that I'm giving to you guys where I'm able to take take what I went through and help other people. I was meant to go through that for this reason. And I think that when life does get confusing in your 20s and it does get really hard, come back to this one. That whatever is happening in your life right now, you are meant to be going through for a reason. So that is all 20 things that I have learned in my 20s. Obviously, there's a lot more, but like I said, those are the first 20 things that came to my head. Um. Wow, I feel like that was a lot. And I feel like I really need to learn how to take my own advice. And um, I'm going to keep this list for sure. Maybe I'll hang it up somewhere. But kind of wrapping it up just on the, the last thing I said, like just realizing that because we are all on different paths right now, like do not compare, do not worry about any like little stressors that are happening in your life. Like five, 10 years from now, they're probably not going to matter. Like it's, it's so crazy to me how if you're my age and you're in your twenties listening to this, like, I'm sure you can relate to how much pressure not only you probably put on yourself, but like that society puts on us to have everything figured out and honestly screw that. Like, like I said, it is not written down anywhere in a book in in anything, in a newspaper, in a journal, nothing is written down anywhere that says we have to have this figured out by this age. Otherwise we're doing it wrong or we're behind you know, we're, we're all on our own paths. We're all trying to figure out what we're supposed to be doing, where we're supposed to be, who we're supposed to be with. And that's honestly, like I said, one of the really cool parts about being in your twenties is you have so much freedom to create the life that you want to create that it needs to be flipped turned to like an exciting mindset. And like I said, I really need to take my own advice, but like truly take these years to cherish all of the little things that you have in your life right now, because one day they aren't going to be there. So be present, like enjoy what you have and don't compare. Don't waste your time comparing to what you don't have because you'll miss out on what is right in front of you right now. So that being said, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed it and look forward to the next episode coming out on Wednesday. It's either going to be that episode about um, getting rid of like the vision of perfection, or I'm also doing a relationship Q&A with DJ this week that I'm really excited about. And I think that you guys are really going to enjoy that. 
So if you are listening to this on Monday, I hope that you have a great rest of your Monday and I hope it's a great start to your week. And I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Bye guys.